0: Now, say that. (laughs) Hey
1: there, beautiful people.
0: (laughs) Coming to you live from Becky the RV.
1: We're back again, three in a row.
0: Little of this, little of that podcast by myself, Colleen Keen, and...
1: And me, Michael Keen.
0: And we're married.
1: We are, still.
0: And we have three kids.
1: Even after this.
0: (laughs) And two dogs.
1: What are you doing with the headband? I still has the headband on.
0: My daughter made me this headband and. At camp, she'll
1: probably wear this then. Yes,
0: and so I am sporting. Rocking it. I am sporting my headband my daughter made me from troop roundup with Girl Scouts this weekend.
1: What'd she say this was? It's a calming.
0: It's a calming, calming. necklace, which is like perfect for us. But yeah,
1: nice and chilled out.
0: So we are we are rocking <laughs> our gear. I don't care. And decided Encore. to wear
1: a little pole shirt again, <laughs> which I didn't decide that it was a. Uh, it just happened to be that way. <laughs> maybe just to piss off a few United fans. What can mm-hmm. you do?
0: So today's podcast is on spirituality.
1: So, um, yeah, the, the spirituality thing. is. Uh, we said we weren't going to talk about religion and politics. And this is not about religion. Um, spirituality, the way I look at it, has absolutely nothing to do with religion. It has more to do with your conscious state. Um, where where your mind is Um, and a lot of times if we're not conscious we uh, are unconscious we're not using our mind our mind is using us so that's kind of where we want to what we want to touch on today Um, just things that we do and don't do over the course of our day that can either lead to um, positive spirituality or lead to sometimes negative consequences um or just a stagnant life to where we don't progress um and i don't know for me growing up religion never really worked for me and i I never i never had a a program per se to follow that would have um would have helped me in in the areas that we're going to talk about today so it's uh it's to speak of a program to put it in i guess in the terms that i use with regard to training physical fitness in general if you don't have a program if you're just going in and doing the same weights the same reps um same amount of sets you'll never progress you'll never get any stronger you'll never get any fitter you'll never get any better um and I, and it's the same with the, the spirituality side of things if i don't have a program to follow if, if we don't have a program to follow in general then we're not going to progress we're not going to get any better we're not going to we're not going to develop as people so it's the the same kind of concept you need to have something that you're going to follow um and get out of your comfort zone do things that don't that make you feel a little on edge in order to in order to get better um and i think we can all relate to that in in every sense because most of us just want to we just want to be comfortable we don't want to be out of our comfort zone we don't want to feel awkward in situations we want, we don't want to feel i don't know just we don't want to feel off kilter we don't want to push ourselves out of a, it in a, into a situation that's difficult mm-hmm. um and that's that's where spirituality fell for me over the years i never I, it's something that i knew i always wanted to get into but i was looking in all the wrong places um I was, and I was doing it without a mentor in any way, shape or form, which was a, which made it much more difficult. Because that's,
0: that's not going against our family because we, we both grew up Catholic Yeah. and you know, it's, it's wise to have a mentor when it comes to spirituality and, um, Michael's kind of my spiritual mentor.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's not saying much.
0: Um, we both, like I much. said. Yeah, we both um grew up Catholic and um there's nothing against the Catholic religion, nothing against any religion. Um, this is just a different way of of finding something that makes us spiritually guided um without, you know, being labeled, I guess. We're yeah. not really a label yeah, kind it's,
1: of thing. It's yeah. um on like I was always I always had that little bit of a rebel in me to where I didn't want <laughs> you people never, no, never. Imagine, <laughs> um i never wanted to i never really wanted to do what people told me to do like this is what you have to do in order to get this um that always kind of rubbed me the wrong way so it, it forced me away from religion because that the the dogma and the doctrine the, this is what you have to do in order to get these results and you have to believe this um, it's not about you experiencing it for yourself. We're telling you this is what you're doing.
0: And this is kind of old school Catholic because it's a little different these days. So we know that too. Yeah. We're not, you know, bashing Catholicism at all.
1: But it was just a, a situation that I'd, I'd kind of rebelled against that and had looked for it in other places and just never found it. Um, one of the places was at the bottom of a beer bowl. That never, <laughs> never worked out well. Guess
0: way. who had to deal with that shit? <laughs>
1: That never worked out well for anyone. Um, but I used to I used to get real philosophical when I was when I was drinking, and used to. It's
0: the best way.
1: Oh, I was yeah. <laughs> I used to just bend the ears off people, and, and the fact that people still made eye contact with me while I was talking was was what kept me going. <laughs> but now sober. Um, yes,
0: still. wait a minute, wait a minute, we do have to give a big shout out to Michael because he is officially, like, this is his birthday, his one year sobriety on the day. So he's been sober for one year, and they call it the birthday because it's like the birth of his new life that he's, that he's had, and I'm just so proud of him. High five, buddy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, yay, Michael. 365
1: <laughs> days of sobriety. Yeah. Um, but that's that's kind of what led me to the to the whole... Um, you hear that? That's one <laughs> of our kids screaming.
0: We're at Quail, Quail Ridge <laughs> Park right now, and the kids are at the playground behind us. You <laughs> can literally hear our youngest, our four-year-old, screaming. I'm well, sure she's fine. Yeah. She's fine.
1: <laughs> There's no bears out this way, is there? No. No <laughs> bears. We grind.
0: All good. Yeah,
1: If we hear it again, then we'll stop and we'll, move. We'll go have a <laughs> If not.
0: Michael yeah. will be doing this on his own.
1: Yeah. Um, where
0: were we? <laughs> we're talking about your one-year anniversary. Oh, yeah. And your birthday.
1: Yeah, yes. so that was um, that was the thing that really prompted me, that pushed me into the whole spirituality side sort of things, because I, I was, there it is. I think we should probably do something about that. It's
0: fine. Um, it's a happy scream. <laughs> it,
1: pushed, it pushed me into it, because I, I always knew there was a, like a, a hole, and you you hear this all the time, and I heard it all the time, and never really understood what I meant. But I always felt like I had a hole missing. There was a part of me missing that I that I'd never filled, and I tried to fill it in so many different ways. I tried to fill it through alcohol, and when I was sober, through women, and um mm-hmm. and stuff. Like I I I read all these books about how to be successful and following the likes of Jack Canfield and and Les Brown and all these guys that talk about this is what you need to do to be successful and these are the rituals you have to do and this, 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 this and this. And, And it was all about materials. It was all about how to get the next best thing. And not all of it, but that's what I got from it because that's, again, I was trying to fill that hole with stuff and not, not with the the thing that was actually missing um like i always had the the physical aspect or not always but I, for the most most part of my life i always had that physical aspect i always had the the body part um i always had the the um the mind part i always felt like I was a, a, i was always developing myself on the on the, the mental aspect because i was always trying to mm-hmm. learn something new whether it was um when I was teaching, whether it was to do with education or if it was on the, the physical education, the physical fitness front, um, the strength and conditioning, all that good stuff. I was always developing myself on that end. But there was always something missing. And a buddy of mine brought it to me once and told me that you're you're missing the spiritual part.
0: Um and I didn't Yeah.
1: I didn't get it. I didn't believe um that that's what I was missing. We, do we, should we have the speaker now? Or the, is that what it she's is. saying? Oh, no. There. No, yeah. it has nothing to do with it.
0: Sorry. <laughs> Stacy just texted me about New Kids on the Block. <laughs> she wants to know about New Kids on the Block. Oh, Stacey, hope you're watching.
1: <laughs> Obviously not. She's watching New Kids on the Block.
0: No, she wants me to go. <laughs> um, I think that's what it is.
1: So, uh, yeah, it was always a friend of mine told me it's it's the spiritual side of things. And, again, I didn't know where to look. I always thought, well, spirituality is religion. And I didn't want to <clears> follow a doctrine. I didn't want to follow the the typical way of doing it. So that's when I started doing the whole audiobooks thing with um, on the on the spiritual side of things. And I found this book uh, by Eckhart Tolle.
0: Write um, that down. It was called <laughs> the, the
1: Power of Now. And the whole premise of the book is um, about presence, how to be present, how to be in the moment and what that does for you. Um, I think my biggest issue was always, I was, I was always projecting into the future. I was like, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? What's going to happen? What's going to happen? Or I was feeling guilty about stuff that i had done in the past. I was always one or the other and I was never actually living in the moment. I never stayed present um and this book talked about that was the premise of the book but I talked about a lot more about um other spiritual things as well um another guy that I listened to and and watched was um Wayne Dyer um and that was he was another another guy that just put me onto the spiritual side of things and it's it's weird because these guys that have the spiritual side down are extremely successful um and it's not because that's what they're going for it's not because that's they're going for they want to make a shitload of money um they're they're just following certain principles and then all these good things just naturally happen. It's like well, there's an idea. Mm-hmm. you're just doing things the right way and you end up being successful anyway, even if that's not the goal like wow, well, that's fascinating um mm mm-hmm.
0: I feel like there's a joke that I should go in there for
1: I should. <laughs> so fascinated. Did you ever hear the definition of fascinate? I had a I had a sweater. Sp- no, Michael, tell us, tell no, us, no, tell you us. Yes, why? I had a, I had a, a sweater that had nine buttons on it, but I could only fascinate. <laughs> you know I, I have to call? say that
0: uh there are pretty bad jokes, but that's actually kinda of of my favorites. <laughs> I mean it's sad that anytime anybody uses fascinate that I immediately think, think of that of. Yeah. that joke as well.
1: Sorry. Yeah, that's yeah. that's me dad's. That's one of me dad's <laughs> ones. There um, so you
0: go, fascinating. There's one we need a tally mark for the one bad dad joke for the evening. Right snook now. it in, snug <laughs> it in there.
1: Um, so yeah, the some of the spiritual principles that you learn along the way, or that I've learned along the way, are somewhat. When you look at it, you think, well, yeah, duh. But how do you follow? How do them? How do you fit them into your life over the course of a day? How do you squeeze them in? Um, and being part of that, like over the course of this last 12 months of being part of a, a 12 step program. And I've been part of a a Buddhist, um, way of doing things as well. And I've just, I've learned so much from people that have gone before me and, and the, just the, the wisdom that they have and the things that they've been doing. I'm like, well, if it's working for them, I'm going to give it a go. I'm going to, I'm going to try this out and see how it goes.
0: And then also looking at, you know, maybe people that don't follow it and you notice like a, have like a spiritual side to them and you notice the difference, you know, like what they say compared to what other people will say that have been, you know, through the program longer and all that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, So they have, what I've noticed is that they have this spiritual program that they follow um, and everybody's is a little bit different. Everybody puts their own little spin on it. So it fits what they do and how they operate but essentially, the results are are the same, and a lot of the times, it's not, it's not about focusing on the result. It's not focusing on the fruit that you will bear. It's the it's the actual process. It's the it's enjoying the journey, um, and not, not where you're gonna get at the it's end. Not of the
0: it. It's not the destination. It's the journey.
1: There it is. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's that's kind of. What we're gonna talk about today, it's it's gonna be more about the, the process.
0: I have to say versus like,
1: what you get at the end.
0: For someone like myself who doesn't has really kind of lost in the spiritual way. Um, you know, like I said, I grew up Catholic but really didn't feel like it was a fit for me. And I love learning about other religions. I love, you know, um, teaching the kids about different religions. I like celebrating as many different holidays as I possibly can. Um and, you know, letting the kids expose my kids to all of those so that they can have a choice for themselves. Because I kind of feel like, you know, even though it like, was never asked and not that, you know, you need to. But um, as a parent, it's part of your job as a mentor. But I felt like I was kind of like that was just what I was supposed to do because that's what everyone before me was doing. And that's just what our family did. And I kind of felt like that was something that really didn't fit for me. So I kind of had this um, negative reaction to religion in general and spirituality kind of brings a different whole a different light on it it's not necessarily a religion and it's not about labeling it you know as a religion or it's catholicism or it's judaism or it's you know any of that so it's um it's really and i like you know that kind of aspect more than anything else for me It just for someone like me who has a hard time dealing with religion itself
1: And i think that helps me with you when when you went to because this one's a, she's a hippie at heart um but when you went to the healing arts center i think like that was a, a yeah. perfect mesh a perfect blend it was yes um, cuz it was it was more about um
0: taking care of yourself yeah it
1: was more about that the, the ins- if you can take care of the inside of you if you can take care of you spiritually then you can properly help other people yes cuz if you're not spiritually right then you're not going to be helping people in the in the right way. Your your motives aren't going to be in the right place, um, and you you're just not going to do it effectively. It's going to be more about what you're going to get out of it versus what the other people are going to get out of it. Yeah. But some of the stuff that you did um, when true. when I you were that. in mm-hmm. when you were in the Hidden Arts Center, um, like the some of the practices were yes. more based the they were based on ancient cultures. Yeah. that i've been doing this for thousands of years and it just it's not it's kind of it's almost taboo in the west mm-hmm. to where you're not supposed to no we it's religion you can't you can't do these weird yeah. woo woo things yeah. you can't be have salt water and getting rid of bad spirits out of your system or energy. B- negative energy mm-hmm. um and and that kind of that's what that's what the spirit is basically i think the definition of it um it's a it's an unseen part of us um that it, that's basically our um manifests as our our emotions and our character uh the person who we are on the inside not not what we do um not what we say but it's it's who we are it's the things that the thing that does not change within us um so our, our values i guess you could say it's it's our character I don't think our character really changes over time. I think it's always there. It just takes a certain thing to pull it out of us. Uh, And I think that's what 12-step program has done for me. And that's what um, some of the the Buddhist um, principles have have pulled out of me. It's always been there. I I just needed something to to get it out of me. And that's that's what's happened over the last year. I've gotten sober and just dove directly into spirituality. And I'm I'm not saying I have all the answers. I certainly do not. But some of the things that I've done and learned over the last year have been the most beneficial to my character, to my relationships, not only with Colleen, but with the kids, with other people around
0: me. Very true. Mm -hmm.
1: Um, It's just it's been truly life changing. And it all started with that book, The Power of Now. excuse me puberty Puberty. gets me (laughs) it's like we rehearsed that one Um, so let's get into a little bit and talk about some of these things and we're going to take it from a a kind of a buddhist perspective Um, and not as a type of religion but as a philosophy more so so um, there are four different they, they call them pillars of joy or they can be classed as pillars of joy. How do we, how do, let me take it back a second. What's the one thing that, or two things that we all want? And essentially we all want happiness and we want to avoid pain. We want to be free from suffering. And in order to get that, there are certain things that we can do on a daily basis, um, whether it's internally or externally. That will help us get that joy, and it's not—it's not something that you—you like—you're like, you're constantly seeking. You don't necessarily seek joy. Um, you you do certain things, and then joy comes to you. It's not something if you're like I want to be—I want to be joyful. I want to be joyous, uh, and you go look for it. It's, that's not how it works. It's you do certain things, and the joy comes to you. Um, it's something that that you can't really attain. It just comes to you when you follow certain principles. So there are eight principles or eight pillars in order to get joy. And four of them are of the mind and then four of them are of the heart. So um, we'll talk about the first one of the mind and that's perspective. Um, so perspective for me is one of the, the most important things that I've learned. Starting to rain so the kids are coming back. Let's we'll see if we can keep them quiet for a minute.
0: You can come in. So on in the back there. You can keep going. Come on.
1: Come on. We're just going to let the kids come in since it's raining. Do you
0: not want to stay what I can put
1: the awning on. Okay. So perspective. Um, perspective has been huge for me. Because I always just saw things my way. It was always what... My first thought was always about me. And what I've started to realize over the last year has been that um to having having a deeper or broader perspective will help you see things from other people's viewpoint so that will lead to some of the other um pillars if you will so by seeing things from other people's perspectives one it takes you out of yourself If you're not just thinking about you you start thinking about the other person or the other people, and that can, that can help you on a spiritual level, to see things from other people's perspective, and it's, uh, you can start to have compassion when you see things from other people's perspective, so say, for example, driving, driving in the car and somebody cuts you off, normally my first reaction is, asshole, but now it's more of a, Well, maybe he's obviously or she is obviously in a hurry to get somewhere and that could be their significant other has just gone to the hospital and they're trying to get there or Maybe they just need to take a piss really badly and they need to go. They have bladder issues I don't know whatever the situation might be, but just to look at it from a different perspective um, Helps you be a little bit more peaceful inside instead of just getting angry and then holding on to that anger and be resentful of other other people driving because believe it or not we're not the center of the universe that we're just one of seven billion people and we're all we're all trying to do the same thing we're all trying to be happy in one way shape or form or joyous and we're trying to avoid suffering trying to avoid pain so having a, a different perspective looking at things from the other person's view is uh is going to create a little bit of peace inside you um you'll find or what I've found is I'm less pissed off which I used to get pissed (laughs) off all the time for no reason so stereotypical yeah (laughs) just that Irish angry drunk (laughs) but it's just it's been a life changer just that that one right off the bat has been huge so then the the second one is um, humility so humility is obviously being humble it's being um,
0: interrupted in the middle of a podcast in my Facebook feed because your children and it's raining outside but you have yeah. humility so
1: I, I, well, I'll, I'll take you down on that because things don't always go your and way and
0: perspective
1: things aren't going to always go as you plan them to be um, but on the humility front it's being humble and I said to somebody the other day, I am the bet, like simply the greatest at being hum- humble which <laughs>
0: It make any sense. Think about it for a second.
1: But <laughs> even people that say, oh, I'm a very humble person. That makes no sense at all. You can't say that you're humble. Other people can say you're humble. Other people can say you have humility, but you can't say it for yourself. Something to think about, folks. <laughs> um, but humility, being able to to recognize that although we are individuals and we all we have our special traits and characteristics, things that we might be better at than others or they might be better at than us to not to not gloat about it to not um to not rub it in people's faces just because you might be better at, at something than somebody else doesn't mean you need to make others feel bad about it um so yeah humility what, what have you got to say about humility tell me something
0: no um, i i like that i'm waiting for humor i like humor yeah, I <laughs>
1: <laughs> of course you. Of course you would. But that's the next one. Humour. Um you have to be able to laugh at yourself. Yes. If you cannot laugh at yourself, life will be miserable. Um and it's it's there was what was the movie? Um The Peaceful Warrior. That that was the movie that I actually watching that movie and reading the book, that was the one that drove me to, to do the seven day fast. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie. Um I don't know. Have you seen
0: it? I don't think I have. No. Nick knows. We were talking about a, it, but we never did.
1: Um, but it's about this kid who's lost, and he's a he's a gymnast, and he he's lost in life. A gymnast. And he
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> gymnast. Gymnast. <Sorry. laughs> Jesus! I can't even say words now.
0: <laughs> I just want to make sure everybody else knows what you mean, because you
1: know. Yeah, he's a gymnast. A gymnast. <laughs> that would be so. G- that would be spelled with an I, not an A. Okay. Gymnastics. He's a gymnast. Yeah, gymnastics is not gymnastics. <laughs> gymnastics. you get oh, an English lesson now, too. Lesson.
0: Now you really like Pasha. Huh?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Schedule. Lessons. Schedule.
1: Anyway, so the the humor, like that, just being able to laugh at yourself when people make fun of you for what you say or what you do or how you do it, um, to not get defensive about it because. normally not that serious yeah so having that being able to laugh laugh at yourself oh yeah so getting back to the gymnast yeah (laughs) um so he's lost in life and he he ends up coming across this um gas station and uh he meets this guy that he calls himself socrates he's a philosopher of sorts and he's talking to him about he's basically just trying to teach him how to be to live a spiritual life And he says there's three things in life that are guaranteed, or three things that are the key to happiness. Um, One of them is life is a paradox. There's always going to be two ways of looking at things. There's going to be both sides that you need to look at. Um, And things will contradict each other. The second one was um, change is the only constant. Nothing stays the same.
0: Love that one. I love that
1: one. And then the last one is humor. You have to be able to laugh at yourself because not everybody is going to see the uh, the serious side of things. You you have to have those people in your life that you can you can laugh. And some people think, well, well I'm just not I'm, I'm not very funny or I'm not and that it's something that can be cultivated also. You just have to have to be open to and you have to have that open mind to you know, I can be funny in my own way. But that humor is essential in order to like you have to be able to like, look at these. I <laughs> see that size of them things, they slow me down when I run. Uh, like when you hit when me in I, the head, yeah,
0: god, quick turn.
1: I stick my head out the window and you can hear them flapping. <laughs> no joke when we were in. talking about his ears, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, for the podcast people, Jesus. Oh, my god. Uh, anyway, a <laughs>
0: large portion of our relationship is meant, yeah. is based on humor. That's great.
1: Thank Jesus for that.
0: <laughs>
1: driving down the road, so when we all roommates Leo, Felipe, Ali, uh, and Juan, we'd be driving to driving the practice, and we had this um, soft top Dodge Shadow, pimp mobile. <laughs> but I'd always sit in the back, and I'd sit in the middle, and flying down. Two seventy, and the lads are in the front laughing. Like what he's laughing at? And both of them are looking at me in the mirror, and the wind is just <laughs> making my ears flap.
0: <laughs>
1: it was yeah, pretty entertaining.
0: Oh, another thing is like your hairstyle. People give you shit all the time about your yeah. hairstyle. You're like I could care less.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, like normally it's it's the is- last the last while I've been wearing a ponytail, and people just give me abuse for it, and. I used to, I used to worry and listen. I worry about what people would say about me, and since I've kind of started on this spiritual journey, I honestly couldn't give a flying fart. <laughs> I just, I, I don't care. F U C K. Yeah, I just don't care anymore. Like I, I just, I, I do what I want to do, and if I fail to get it, looks good on me, then that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know most of the time it's only in jest, but it's, it's still. I'll make fun of it. Mm-hmm. You can make fun of it. It's okay. It's not that serious. It's just a haircut. Yep. And let's be honest. The other way was uh, was a little bit scary. When I had the, <laughs> I had the shaved head, mm-hmm. I looked like I was just angry constantly. Oh
0: convict! I don't know how he was letting this come in this country. <laughs> I'm surprised. <laughs> that green card does not look safe. No,
1: no. <laughs> look, yeah, it looks yeah, looks like a moustache. A little bit scary. <clears throat> oh, um, yeah,
0: going moving on.
1: So yeah, acceptance is the, the, the fourth one of the of the mind. mind. Um acceptance is it is what it is. Things are gonna happen and when we don't accept those things we cause suffering in ourselves. So something as simple as it's raining and people get pissed off about oh it's raining, I can't you can't get out and play golf and get pissed off about it. And, well, it's right there's nothing you can do about it it's
0: mother nature it's right
1: you you either go out and play and don't complain or
0: yeah
1: don't go out and play and don't complain but accept accept it for what it is you don't have to make it worse than it is you don't have to make it better than it is it just is what it is and that that acceptance that non-resistance don't resist what is um again has just it just gives you that little bit more peace Within you gives you gives you that peace of mind that you don't you're not always fighting against what's naturally happening. Even when you get into situations like whether it's death, like everybody knows death is going to come, and people freak out about it all the time. And you think about it, like accept it. It's going to happen. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't make it any easier. Like when a loved one dies but it is what it is like it everybody dies I feel like acceptance is,
0: is an amazing thing to it's it, well one it's very hard to accomplish sometimes because um because it is your year anniversary you know or birthday uh for sobriety I, I think of this mainly because um I accepted the fact that my husband was going to was a, a heavy drinker and classified him, classified myself as an alcoholic and said, you know, like, oh, he's just going to drink. And I'm not going to like, I've done everything I can do. And it's obviously not up to me. It's up to him. And that's just, this is just going to be my life. And that's just, I'm just going to have to accept it because I'm not going to divorce him. and um, We've been through way too much already and I'm not going to leave him again. And, <laughs> and we have a family together. It was just, it was just the thing. You know, after I kept playing in my head, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to accept it. And immediately after I accepted it, he then changed his his whole... Per- like, he went and got help, and he, you know, became a better person. And it was immediately after I accepted the fact that um, this is what it was, and I, there was nothing I could do to do anything. Like, I was doing what I needed to do, and that was that. It was up to him. And it was amazing, the difference. <laughs> This child's crying now. <laughs> 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 Go on. Uh, Go on. <laughs> but that's that's
1: another thing. Like it's a on, a on the acceptance front. We have three kids. And for us to have an expectation that they're going to get along all the time is just it's insanity. It's just it's not going to happen. So accepting the fact that yeah they're going to have fights and they're going to not like each other at times. And we're not going to like them at times. Um, but Except the fact that, like, before, I would have lost my mind. I would have went out there screaming and just been irate. But my expectations have changed. Uh, and it's just, it is what it is. The kids are going to be at each other's throats. And we want, for the first thought is I want to go out and smack somebody. But <laughs> it's, uh, it's the second thought that counts. Because we can't normally... We can't control that first thought, and before I would have normally acted on the first thought, but now I do one of two things: one, I'll either laugh at it, and then give you your mental, or two, I'll actually um, I'll actually think, why did that talk like why did it come up? Why why did I want to be physically violent or why did I why did I get angry or why did I whatever it might be whatever the feeling that came up because our most of the time our or not most of the time, but our feelings are manifestations of our thoughts, and we have control over our thoughts to an extent. The first thought, no, not so much, but it's how we use our perspective, and then the the thoughts that pre- proceed that first thought is then what we normally take the action on, and the the not doing anything, the non interference that just happened on my part. Um, like Colleen's just out smoothing everything out, but. The non-interference, it, again, it just it stops me from the the suffering, the getting angry and then later on feeling guilty about it and then having to apologize, just accepting mm. it for what it is. So having the perspective to see see it from multiple angles um, and, and then accepting it for what it is. Mm. So that's the, the four of the mind, then we'll move on to the four of the heart. Mm. Um, so the first one is forgiveness. And I'm going to let you talk about forgiveness for a little bit because I've,
0: you've
1: <laughs> she's had to forgive me for more stuff than the other way around.
0: I don't know. I just find forgiveness easy for myself. I it, it's it's like everything rolled into one. You have to accept, which also leads you to forgive. You have to be, you know, you have to have humility, you have to ha- you have to be hum- you have to have humor. You have to have perspective, I feel like it all leads into forgiveness, so I think that's you know once you've kind of mastered those or once you feel like you have those under control of it, then forgiveness is going to come a lot easier. A lot of people say, you know like um uh, i'll forgive, but I never forget I don't feel like that's forgiveness i don't i don't know
1: uh, I don't know
0: because I feel like then you're just holding that over somebody though don't you think
1: well it's if yeah if you expressly or if you outwardly express that on a regular basis, and like you, you can forgive people and not forget because you don't want to get put yourself in that situation again. It's not that you're dwelling on. Okay, so on, that's what on I'm saying. Action. Okay,
0: so you don't it's have to dwell on or the person, but you know, I won't do that again because. I've learned my lesson kind of thing yeah but you've given the person yeah, yeah, yeah. i get that
1: yeah so if that
0: makes sense but i sometimes i take person. it as people are saying like i'll forgive you but i won't forget it. and then all of a sudden like you feel like oh well they forgave me but they're never going to forget the fact that i did that which i don't feel like is part of part of forgiveness no,
1: well i think true forgiveness is learning forgiving, forgiving the person and not so much yes. the action
0: learning from your experiences from it i get that yes for yeah. sure Absolutely. But But
1: when people yeah. say it like that, then it's like I'm holding a resentment against you and I'm gonna dangle yeah. this over your head for the rest of your life right. so you don't do it again. Right. No, that's yeah, that's not exactly. real forgiveness. Right. Yeah.
0: Um, I don't know. I like forgiveness is just a, a, a thing that I feel like we, we should as kind people do. I, I don't really have a whole lot to say about it besides <laughs> I just,
1: from like Forgiveness obviously comes from a place of love and, and it's a, it's an, That's un, why. It's I'm an very unconditional, loving.
0: I'm a very loving person. She
1: is. It's, <laughs> it's the hippie in it, but it's the, it it comes from a place of, um, it comes from a place of love and it's a, for me, the hardest part was like, I, I had no problem forgiving others for things that may have been done to me or have happened to me. Uh, I've had many situations where people like you, you should hate that person, but, it, that's a waste of my time and energy. um The forgiveness takes the power away from that person, and and gives it back to me. And it, if I if I hold a grudge against somebody, then that's that's taken away. It's starting to open up that hole again, um that we talked about filling with these pillars of joy. But it's the hardest part for me was forgiving myself for a lot of the things that I've done over the years, especially through drinking. Um,
0: that is a really hard one. That, Forgive that yourself was, for sure. Yeah, yeah.
1: And that that was a a tough thing to do. But the, the realization that the actions that I, that I took were done on an unconscious level. Um, it wasn't necessarily me that was doing it. If you get me, it, it was like I talked about earlier on the stuff that we do and the like the job that we have and the actions that we take sometimes they're they're not who <clears throat> they're not who we are. Um they're just things that we've done and there there may be mistakes that we've made. And um, it took me a while to realise that to be able to forgive myself and say, you know what? Yeah you've made these mistakes but this is not who you are. The person that you're becoming and the, the spirituality that you're practicing now, that's who you really are. That's your true character. That's the real person. Um, so it took me a while for that part, but the the self-forgiveness but when you make mistakes is is huge because if you don't, then that leads to resentments and and so many other negative characteristics that they can put us in a bad place.
0: I love the I love and my forgiveness for myself is just move on, you know, like like you said, learn from your mistakes and you need to, you know, accept what it what has happened has happened. You know, ask for forgiveness if it's somebody or ask for forgiveness from yourself from what has happened and, you know, move on. Don't dwell on it. I hate dwelling in dwelling in the past. I feel like that's a huge burden for forgiveness. I don't feel like you can forgive if you keep on dwelling in the past
1: mm-hmm. absolutely <laughs> um so the next one then is compassion, so to be compassionate for other people to with feeling is what the the literal translation would be if it, if you broke the word down um, compassion with feeling and so if you can um again it's it's almost the same. In a way, as perspective, to where you're seeing things from the other person's perspective, you're having empathy. If you can't see it from their perspective, just to to feel what they're feeling, um, and that's something that I don't think I did for a long time. I didn't have a lot of compassion, and i now I'm since I've been on this spiritual journey. That's something that I've I've really worked towards is developing more compassion for for people and things, animals um nature just everything really um and trying to treat people the way i would want to be treated and that's a it's huge like,
0: it's in like our house
1: the golden rule sure. like is and that's something that we actually have here i
0: don't know if this is going to show up properly on facebook or not but it's the golden rule and it's a big circle of all the different religions in the world and um, they all have one thing in common. So, which is, I love because it just brings us all together. And that golden rule is, um, be kind to others or be treat others the way that you would want to be treated. Pretty in, in the smaller sense, pretty much.
1: I'm just <clears throat> read some of the ways that it says there. Like,
0: I know that's why I have to, have to word it like so. It means if yeah, if you treat others the way you want to be treated, we're all good. But it's all differently said in every kind of religion. Like so f- yeah, go
1: Hinduism, up. go for it.
0: This is the sum of duty. Do not do to others what would cause pain if done to you
1: like islam mm-hmm. Go on. islam says not not one of you truly believes until you wish for others what you wish for yourself it's th- those types of things that that's compassion it's it's trying to live life the way and and seeing other people in a way that you would want them to see you and it's a uh, it's not an easy thing to do. It's it's a it's yeah. a practice.
0: It's not even just for people either, like um, Native Spirituality. Spirituality in there. It says, we are as much alive as we keep the earth alive. So, treating the earth respectfully, and then you will be respected back. Which, I know that huge article just came out saying that 2030 is uh, climate change is the... The, the, the death of, the of us of world, uh, <laughs> pretty we have, much we in have 2030. Till 2030 to fix things yeah it's so. a little
1: scary. not much time anyways um so the next one gratitude uh so yeah it's pretty self-explanatory when we're grateful for what we have um we tend to get more of the same and it's uh that leads into leads into generosity when you're grateful for what you have then you tend to to give it away um, so whether that's you're grateful for the love that you have from your family you're able to then give that love away um to other people that may not be your your actual family
0: i think yeah i think being grateful for what you have even if it's a little or a lot is is huge um i what is the law of attraction as well i i love the law of attraction um but part of that is being grateful for what you have you can't You can't receive anything else unless you are grateful. And that has to be anywhere from, you know, you being alive, you know, to then, you know, having children. It's not just about the things that you have, but the experiences that you have in life as well and who you are and what you have
1: Mm -hmm. for sure. So gratitude is is huge. Just to just to wake up in the morning, you should be grateful for waking up in the morning. Yes, Um, exactly. Grateful for the food that you have, the the clothes on your back, the car that you get to drive. Um,
0: I have to do this quite a bit because as a woman, I always, I mean, it's, I i find, I i see, I go shopping and I see a two for three, you know, and I'm like, oh my gosh, yes, two for three. Gotta do it. I mean, I don't need three of them or, or you know, like I don't need that many, you know, but still, I mean, <laughs> it's two bucks for three of them. I mean, it's, but
1: gotta you know, it.
0: like it's just, you'll always, for some reason, have this should say women just myself more than anything but it's more of I feel like I oh I need to change up my living room I but I need to fill that space and then oh we need this and we need that but I need to I have to hone myself back in and realize about how much I have already and be grateful for that and not you know get so worked on this idea that I need to have more because I don't I have plenty already. Which, you know, helps me with my minimal minimalism. 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 Yes, thing. minimalism.
1: And that's the thing. <laughs> We're in such a consumerist society that we always want more and all it is is just fluffing up your ego. Mm. And the
0: kids are terrible. The at it ego too. is a
1: the ego is a terrible okay. thing. It it can your ego can tell you things that feel good but they're not good. Mm-hmm. Um like you you look at the happiest countries in the world are the the minimalist countries the the ones that have <clears throat> have the least um and it's not not the least as in like we only have a little bit of food today but the ones that don't consume as much as it relates to cars and energy TVs and, and, and mm-hmm. energy and like you look at Denmark and Sweden and Norway and places and all the Scandinavian countries are some of the happiest in the world because they they practice minimalism they they have as they have what they need and not in excess of what they want, and it's a, uh, it's just a, a a better way to go because they're they're grateful for what they have and what they don't need they tend to give away, and that's you see that a lot in even in our own society, but overall we're more of a consumer society the way we just want more 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 mm-hmm. more, and that's a lot of to do with the social media and just the bombardment of ads and commercials that. Life is amazing you're just on, you're on a beach and you have your sunglasses and you're drinking beer and you got the hot women and and that's just the way it is and that's that's life.
0: the latest fashion
1: and yeah and facebook will everybody will show all the the good stuff in their life and you'll never see any of the bad shit um and that's and now you you have you're almost in competition with your friends on facebook you got to show them something better you got well we went to this place and we did this and we did that and it's always like a competition so now you you feel like you're almost inferior you're you're less than others because you're not posting these pictures on facebook like it's be grateful for what you have and you can you can be joyous you can be happy without all the extra crap um
0: very grateful for our becky which then leads us into generosity because we like to send her out to others
1: exactly so yeah, yeah the last one is generosity um, we're
0: generous with becky
1: giving away what you have <laughs> Um, and it's one of those things you can't, you can't give away what you don't have. So if you, if you're not grateful for the things that you do have, you can't give it away. Love, for example, you don't love yourself. You can't give it away. Um, you don't like, for example, damn, that's deep. We, (laughs) you need a ladder to get out of that one. Um, yeah, like having Becky, we could have it sitting in the driveway and gathering dust or we could... Do what we do, mm-hmm. where we extend this, we offer it to other people. Obviously, we're getting paid for it as well, but um, we extend this to other people to say, you know what, go experience some things with your family, because it is an amazing thing. It can it can give you those moments that can make you happy. That Gives can you make perspective, you jealous, yeah. <gasps> <gasps> Bring it all back together. <laughs> but that that generosity when if you have it, give
0: it. Yeah, we don't have a whole lot. Nice. but anytime we we our kids grow out of clothes, they're gone to another family. they go they go to um, clothing dri- you know drives, all that kind of stuff anything it may not be something that we bought like you know a lot of these sometimes they want you know unopened toys, but not all you know charities need those. You can find other places to be generous with with either helping hands on food um, and you know giving away clothes that you don't need anymore or you know do a garage sale and give the money to a charity. Yeah, even if but, it is five bucks, I mean
1: gosh, yeah, it's something and yeah, and let's be honest when you're generous to other people, it makes you feel better it does. so it's a, it's all it's it's almost a selfish act, um because a lot of the times we do it with an ul, ul, an ulterior motive we do it because we want to feel better about ourselves, so when you are being generous, try to do it without telling anybody, try to do it without other people even knowing um and and just see how it makes you feel. don't worry about how how other people perceive you um so yeah generosity if you have it give it away yeah it's a it's a good feeling to have
0: i feel like they're all like the, for the four of the mind and the four of the heart because that finishes up the list right there um it is it's amazing what you you can do with these for yourself um and that's not being selfish you know self-care is very important and um that's why i feel like you know having kind of some kind of spirituality you know guidance is is very important um a lot of us feel bad for you know wanting to take time for a quiet moment or you know pay you know pay someone to do our nails or to get a massage or to go golf because it's a bit of peace and quiet or maybe you can just vent you know while you're getting your nails done or something those are all self-care techniques but they're very important because You know, you look at the list, and all of those you hit on when you're playing golf, or you're meditating, or you're doing yoga, or you're you're um, getting a massage, or I mean, getting your hair done. It can be anything. Running,
1: exercise, whatever. Right,
0: exercise and things that you don't have to pay for as well. But a lot of people really, you know, have a hard time saying, "Well, I don't have," you know, like I don't need to be spending my money doing that, or I need to spend my time, you know, doing this instead. And you can't, you know, be good at what you do unless you're good at taking care of yourself i
1: feel and one of the best ways to do that is through meditation um like the word spirit itself the, the root or the derivative of the word is um it's in breath and that's why when we look at or think about people that are spiritual we think meditation or that's the way i do at least and one of the things that we can do to be more spiritual is meditate because we're one of the methods of meditation is focusing on our breath um which then Helps us be more present, which is going back to what we started with. Um, presence is the key to to all of these things. If we're not present, um, we can't pay attention to these to these eight pillars um, because we're either projecting or we're we're living in the past so it's presence is the key to all of these things. The overarching theme is presence, but in order to to have perspective to be humble to have humor. Um, to to be acceptance or to be accepting or non-resistant, to forgive, to be compassionate, um, to be grat- to, to be grateful and to yes. be generous. Um, we have to be present. We have to we have to be in the moment and be in spirit and be able to um connect with our higher self, which some people will call God. Some people will have different names for them. But essentially, it's spirituality all across the board. No matter what way you look at it, it comes back to connecting to a higher self. It's a better version of yourself, a version that we don't normally tap into unless we practice some of these things or all of them if we can. And and meditation is a great way to do it, to help us in our daily life. Um, For sure. So I would say in, in closing, um, one of the things that I've been practicing and Um, Colleen's done this without really thinking about it, but setting intentions for your day. So, um, instead of just like, um, I'm going to go and I have this list of to-dos, um, maybe think of something that you have trouble with. So say, you know what? I'm very impatient. So today my intention is to be as patient as possible. And then you can focus on that patience for the day and that patience Will bring out some of these characteristics, the patience will bring out humility will bring out perspective will bring out compassion um, so yeah, set an intention for the day maybe give it a go mm-hmm. and and see how many of these pillars that you actually end up practicing try to be um, try to be conscious of it and uh and see how your life improves yeah it's kind of cool
0: well that's our segment on spirituality. I hope you guys enjoyed it
1: yeah i wasn't yes. too uh too psycho
0: <laughs> never hippy dippy maybe a little bit a little, little bit. hippie dippy but yeah we're excited um for next week's episode it's gonna be a little more lighthearted. Uh, next week's is about uh foreign being a foreigner it's having a foreign relationship being a foreigner in america um being married <laughs> to a foreigner so, we'll, we'll kind of narrow it down a little bit more. Um, it might be more than just one segment on the foreigner life. <laughs> but we're yeah. going to make it fun. It's They're be a ruining good one. our
1: country. <laughs> Coming in here, taking our women and stealing our jobs.
0: <laughs> That's Michael. <my goal. laughs> <laughs>
1: it's disgraceful.
0: So, yeah, we're really excited to check it out again um, next week. You can email us at lotlotpod at gmail.com. You can message us on the Anchor app. Um, doing a voice message that way. You can message us on Facebook or Instagram on our individual accounts, Michael Keane or Colleen Keen. Uh, we love hearing from you guys. Ask us some questions. Give us some comments. Um, give us some topics that you want us to touch on. We're more than happy to. Uh, we really appreciate you guys um, taking the time to listen to us. And we hope to see you guys again next week.
1: Peace and love, people.
0: Thanks. Bye.